There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are listening to the Mother of All Talk Shows podcast with George Galloway. Now, the proximate reason for the current crisis, which, just like on the Russian front, could be a cause of war, is the issue of Taiwan. My next guest uh, is a professor of history at New Mexico State University and is an expert on this subject. So I'll let him outline it before I pitch in with my own views. Uh, Dr. Hammond, thanks very much for uh, joining us. Now, as I understand it, it is the position of the United States government that there's only one China, and ipso facto, Taiwan is a part of it. Uh, it is the position of the international community. Virtually every country in the world recognizes uh, only one government in China. Uh, it was the position of the victorious powers at the end of the Second World War, one of which was nationalist China, Kang Kai-shek, who later went on to uh, found Taiwan, was uh, one of the victorious allies. And there was never any question that Taiwan was not part of China. How come this question suddenly has arisen? Well, I think the question has popped up now, not so much because of anything having to do with China itself, but uh, because of the, the anti-China campaign that's being waged by a lot of American politicians. Uh, as exactly as you say, China has always been a single entity. China and Taiwan are one country. And indeed, the authorities in Beijing and the authorities, the local authorities in Taipei, all agree to that. There's some dispute about who is actually the legitimate government of the country, but both sides agree that there is only one China. The only people that are really trying to manipulate that at this point are a, a relatively small number of uh, political, uh, politically ambitious figures on the island uh, and uh, politically ambitious figures here in the United States. It's very easy for American politicians to stir up trouble around China uh, and try to make themselves look tough and look assertive. Uh, but uh, the, the real issue is not a difference between uh, China, mainland China, and the island of Taiwan. Taiwan is part of China, always has been, and both sides of the straits recognize that. This is not a, a red-blue, uh, a Democrat-Republican issue. Uh, the One China policy was written by Richard Nixon and Henry Kissinger. Uh, it started going uh, nuclear, if you'll forgive the phrase, under Donald Trump, but it's being continued gung-ho by Joe Biden. Well, I think it, 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 we started to have this problem even before Trump. Uh, the Obama administration, of course, 
was the point back in 2011 where the so-called pivot to Asia was announced, a redeployment of American global military assets directed at containing and and sort of slowing the emergence, the reemergence of China as a significant force in global affairs. The Trump administration carried that on in its own erratic way. And the Biden administration, if anything, has settled into an even more consistently hostile attitude. We know now that uh, American uh, military trainers have been in Taiwan for more than a year. We know that the United States has been staging provocative uh, passages of American warships through the Taiwan Straits, which are clearly the national waters of China, uh, and that this is uh, this is all designed to create an atmosphere of fear and anxiety and to sort of prepare the American people, I think, for the eventuality of a possible war with China. Uh, There would be no victors. There would be no beneficiaries from that as far as the Chinese people or the American people are concerned. But politicians, American politicians, are playing a very, very risky game to try to perpetuate American power in an era when it's, it's clearly on the wane and China is uh, is reemerging in, into a significant role in world affairs. It's just a historical reconfiguration of global power. There's not a lot that the United States is going to be able to do about it, but they're, the, the elites are kind of freaked out by it, and they're taking these very provocative measures uh, in the hopes that somehow that may slow down or even derail things. But that's simply not going to happen. You make the point that there would be no beneficiaries uh, from that. Uh, That might be an understatement. Uh, I heard a Chinese spokesman just the other week saying it's true that the United States is much more powerful than China. It could destroy China completely 10 times over. China is content to be able to destroy the United States only once. Uh, It was a chilling reminder that this time the U.S. is picking on somebody uh, almost its own size. This is not some banana republic they're kicking around. It's not a beleaguered, sanction-stricken country like Iraq or a sanction-stricken country like Iran. Uh, China has the power to entirely destroy the United States. So why would anyone in their right mind risk a war with them? Well, I I don't think that that a rational calculation would lead to this kind of provocative activity. I think that the the fear on the part of American elites that they're going to lose the global hegemony that they've held for the last 60 or 70 years is making them behave in ways that, that go beyond really rational calculation. I think that a lot of a lot of politicians feel like China bashing is something they can get away with easily. They think it'll win them votes in the upcoming elections. And I don't think that they that they think very much further than that. I don't think that they actually contemplate the very, very serious consequences that any kind of actual military clash with China would bring. Uh, the, the threat of nuclear devastation is, of course, the, the, the horrifying bottom line. But even even below that level. Uh, a war that, that took place over the Taiwan Straits 
would be devastating for the island itself, and it would probably inflict serious damage both on Chinese and American uh, forces in, in the region. So it's not something that, that anyone, as you say, in their right mind, anybody playing from a, from a reasonable perspective would even, even allow to become a threat or a danger. And yet we see American politicians, for their own very, very short-sighted reasons, uh, uh, ramping up fear, ramping up anxiety, doing provocative things, saying provocative things in a way that's really just completely irresponsible. Well, I, I appear uh, every weeknight on RT America and oftentimes with unhinged, crazed neocons that are openly proselytizing for war with China now wh wh while we can, uh, they seem to be saying. Uh, but I wonder if they have uh, calibrated that correctly, the hypersonic weaponry, which China successfully tested just the other week, seems to me to tilt the uh, military balance uh, somewhat. And yet, Doctor, they've managed to persuade other countries to join them on this madcap uh, ocean-tossed escapade. Uh, they've got Australia on board, They've got Britain on board. When is it not? Uh, they've got uh, uh, Japan on board. And I saw the grotesque spectacle last week of the head of the German Navy, German Navy, announcing. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, cooperation with the Japanese Navy in the Indo-Pacific, in the South China Sea, the two countries responsible for the greatest cataclysm the world has ever known yet are now our allies in provoking China. Well, the United States, of course, has, uh, has grown used to having other countries, especially the ones uh, such as you've named, uh, really consider themselves or, or have to behave as if they are the, the vassal states of the United States. Uh, American uh, leaders of both parties uh, in, in the White House, in Congress, have, uh, have gotten totally accommodated to the idea that, that we can call on these other countries, even, even countries with, with relatively uh, powerful economies of their own, but they are still subordinate to American leadership. They are subordinate to American domination and hegemony. And our, our leadership here in this country has, uh, has, has simply, you know, called in the chips at this point uh, in, in a number of ways to say, you know, you really need to back us on this. President Biden talks about 
building a, a multinational coalition against China. And I think that uh, that the vision is that uh, that other countries are simply going to continue to line up and, and bow down to American power. I'm not sure how long realistically that can be carried on. I think that the negative consequences for other countries, and I'm not talking about military conflict, but just the realities of, of economics and the realities of, of power relations amongst countries in the world are changing in some very deep and fundamental ways. And American efforts to sort of shore up and perpetuate the power that it has enjoyed for a long time are just not going to work. And I think that it would be better for American politicians to try to figure out a way to make a, a, a sort of common cause with China in a, in, a, in, a, in a pursuit of a future that would be beneficial for the people of both countries. Sadly, we don't seem to see that on the mainstream political agenda. Lastly, Doctor, and it's a hot potato, this one. Uh, the... The, the discourse usually is, will America and its vassals uh, take military action against China? But what about if China begins to conclude that actually the build-up of American and vassal military power in their region, in their waters, under their waters, uh, is such that we better ourselves take action to reunify our country while we still can. Turn the, reverse the usual uh, discourse. Uh, because if I was in China, I'd be working out. I don't think China ever intended to invade Taiwan. They saw Taiwan as an apple that it was waiting to fall from the tree. But what if the US makes it impossible for that to ever happen by making Taiwan a militarized camp uh, against uh, China. Mightn't that provoke China into taking action of its own? Well, certainly these actions are very provocative. All the things that the United States and its, its minions have been doing uh, have indeed been very provocative. But we need to bear in mind that, that just a month ago on October 9th, uh, Xi Jinping made a very important speech that, uh, in, in which he addressed the question of Taiwan. And he pointed out that, that uh, it has never been China's policy to aggressively take over the island, but instead that this is, a, this is a, a, an issue uh, that comes down from history between the Chinese people, among the Chinese people. And it needs to be resolved, it, it should be resolved, uh, through the through the the, the, the eventual uh, evolution of the situation in a way which will bring people on both sides of the street closer and closer together. And indeed, that has been the historical trend in terms of travel, in terms of investment, in terms of shared interests. Really, the people on the island and the people on the mainland have, have more in common, much more in common, much more to lose by division than, than, uh, than they would gain, and much more to gain by unity than they would lose. So I, I think that, that China remains very determined to pursue peaceful reconciliation between the two sides of the straits. I do agree that, that the, the prospect of China being provoked to a point where it feels it needs to take preemptive action, where it needs to, to, uh, to, to 
push back against American efforts to to separate the island, to to create a a, a, a phony independence for Taiwan. I think that, that that's not something that can be entirely ruled out. But I think that it, that, too, would be would be disastrous uh, for people on both sides of the street. And my hope is and, and, and as President Xi has said, uh, you know, that this is a this is a subject that really needs to be resolved by the Chinese people themselves. It's something that American politicians would do best to just shut up about and stay home. On a scale of one to ten, doctor, how likely is an armed clash between the United States and China? Well, that's a difficult question to assess, but I'm afraid I would have to say at this point that it's it's edging up uh, well above five or six. It's chilling indeed. Uh, Dr. Hammond, thank you very much indeed for joining us to be here. on pleasure the mother to be here. of all talk shows. The podcast had another incredible week with a rise of 14% in total downloads. That's on top of last week's 10% increase, making us not only one of the fastest growing political programs on screens and on radio, but now in podcasts too. We're now one of the top political podcasts, not just in the UK, but also in Switzerland, Japan, Germany, Thailand, Taiwan, and believe it or not, the UAE. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. And remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And why not leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts? If you're a Spotify user, please follow us and share with your friends so more people can enjoy most. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 